It may be sunny in LA, but I stay bringing the shade. You think you have me figured out until you don't. This is Black Reality Kiki with AJ. And your girl, Fresha. We're getting into season 14 of The Real Housewives of Atlanta. It's all about the shade, the drama, and the slays. Come Come take take a BRK. Isn't she lovely? Isn't she by Sheree? How long have you been practicing that one? Honey, it's giving freestyle off the dome over here. Mm-hmm. A young vocalist. Honey, multifaceted, if you will. Wow, hyphenated. Ooh, how are you today, sis? I'm doing very well, surviving this heat wave out here in Los Angeles, California. How you doing, eh? I am hanging in there, getting settled nicely over here in my neighborhood. And honestly, I want to hide today because this finale was so cute and the perfect way to end the season. Finally, 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 we can give these girls a round of applause. There you go. You give them a round of applause. They really gave us what we deserved all season long. And I'm not mad about it. Absolutely, honey. I'm not mad about it at all. I feel like it was the perfect ending to a long season, honey. I didn't think we were going to ever get here. Did you? No. But to your point, there were a lot of full circle moments in the finale. So it was, it just put a nice little bow on the road that we took with these six women. Should we get started? Let's do it. All right. So we start the episode this week first with a cute moment with Candy and Blaze, who's too adorable. A mini candy. A mini candy. Honey, then we see Kenya with Brooklyn and her new products that are coming in, which we'll see more from later. And then we quickly head to Miss Sonya's house and the Richards Ross clan. And we see that we have a guest this week coming by the house. And it's none other than Monty Marlowe and the boys, honey. And so you see Marlo and Sonya. They're like, hey, friends. honey, They are really kicking. And we see that the reason why they're there is because Ross offered to essentially be like an older male figure to the boys, if you will. So it looks like they're going to come over there, learn how to change a tire, change the oil. You know, some really good life skills that I feel like all men need. Hey, even I know how to change a tire. So I thought that was really cute that Sonya is essentially giving what Marlo was needing um, at the beginning of the season when she was like, hey, I need a tribe to, you know, support me, support the boys. And so it was cool to see this almost full circle moment where that you see that Marlo has found not only a friend in Sonya, but also a valuable resource when it comes to raising these boys, because you know it's hard. It takes a village. We all know that she has been through the ringer with taking in her nephews. I mean, hell, she gave them away for 30 days. So I think full circle moment with Ross stepping in and offering to kind of be a mentor to these young men, because truthfully, she really can't do it alone. Question though. <laughs> Did you see William give that side eye? What Sonya pulled out the uh, mechanic onesie? Yes, honey. He was like, um, what? Like, are we really about to do manual labor over here and change the tire? I didn't know what they would do. Honestly, at first, I thought they were going to be changing the uh, oil and the tires to the vehicles for their transportation service. I was about to be like, oh, hold up. I was like, they really putting these boys to work, huh? Child labor laws. You know those nephews are um, the fruit off of Marlo's tree. So as bougie as she is, I'm sure they are just as bougie. So when it came to manual labor, honey, William was like, "Mm, I didn't really sign up for this. But they got it together, put on the mechanic 
uniforms and really just went to town. Can we give Ross house husband of the season just off this moment alone? Because I don't know about you, but I was licking my lips, honey. <laughs> Honey, he was stepping in. You know, he was using his hands. Honey, he looked good in his jumpsuit. I am such a fan of Ross in this moment. He was really stepping up to support Marlo as his wife's friend, and I loved it. Also, during this moment, we see Marlo give us a quick spiel on her mom being in town and that she's apparently having her staying at a hotel because of previous issues where Marlo's mom, Emma, um, was essentially... Had the cops being called because she was knocking on neighbors and disturbing the peace. It was just reckless behavior. So that was an interesting tidbit that we'll get more into later. But what I wanted to talk to you about is that Sonya and Aaron Ross, I think they're trying to take the award for best communicative couple from Candy and Todd. Because we see in this moment that obviously we know early in the season, Sonya was not feeling, you know, having another baby. She was a hesitant. Deuce has been a lot and she didn't think she was ready. But now after, you know, having the conversation, Ross basically told her, look, babe, if you're not ready, I'm not ready. Of course, I would love to have another baby with you, but you the boss. It's your decision. It's your body. You tell me what we're going to do. That turned Sonya on so much, honey, she had to get that thing out her arm with a quick pass of the hurry. Okay. <laughs> Honey, the IU dick, the IU dick had to come out swiftly because all of a sudden, all it takes is a supportive, communicative husband for you to change your tune. And I'm not mad at you. Honey, Marlo's talking about, is it UTI, UDI? What is it, honey? Whatever it is. Sonya got that thing right on out of there. Honey, he, he hit her with the mean RP. What's that? Reverse psychology. Oh, dang, you think he was doing it intentionally? I mean, it kind of worked out in his favor for sure. Um, but no, I'm sure it wasn't in vain and he truly meant what he said. But sometimes you got to give to get. And that's all I'm saying. I'm going to leave that right there. That's true. But I will say um, during um, Ross's confessional, it seemed that he was like, you know, being intentional about the fact that they, he wasn't, they were arguing at first, so they were, you know, disagreeing. But once he stopped and truly listened to her perspective, he was able to see her side, which is why he, you know, was like, hey, it's up to you, whatever. But I can see both sides. Because I am an Aaron Ross fan, I'm just going to choose to believe that he wanted to do whatever his wife wanted to do. And because she loved him so much and he turned her on so much, she was like, honey, take this thing I'm on. We about to get it popping up in here. She went right on to see Dr. Jackie. Shout out to Married to Medicine, the resident OBGYN of all the housewives of Atlanta, it feels. Um, and yeah, no, beautiful full circle moment. You know, they are trying to grow their family. They're a great couple great looking couple so i'm sure that second baby will be just as cute honey baby ross loading mm -hmm. what's after deuce thrice that's not as cute <laughs> maybe trey or something trey 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 would be cute deuce well but she said she wants a girl so oh honey treyana treyisha uh-uh that's taking it too far <laughs> that is taking it too far Honey, so as we make it through this episode, I think it's very important for us to, you know, call out the countdown to what is the She by Sheree fashion show. Because, honey, it was rough up until the very end. Do you hear me? Very rough. Brillo pad rough. Okay. So we're at one week until the fashion show. Sheree is just arriving at the event for the very first time. She's just meeting the event planner. 
And out of 24 pieces, she only has five on the way. It's giving she by PTSD. She mentioned that she had a production happening in New York. That's Tina Me. I thought we were in Alaska with it, in China with it. Now there's a New York component as well? Honey, at this point, I'm assuming that they just had to bring out all the um, resources because they had to get something done. I'm sure all the producers were like, girl, call whoever you know who can sew. Call somebody grandma, somebody auntie, whoever. We got to get these pieces done. Uh-huh. No, it, it's like a mad dash to the finish as we knew it was going to be. So no surprise there. Sheree Whitfield, Miss Sheree Whitfield, just last minute as hell. Exactly, honey. We'll pick back up with her in a few but where did we go after that so after that we see marlo um reuniting with her mom emma um she picks her up young miss emma how did she pulled up with no teeth the teeth got left back in arkansas yeah little little memphis or something i, was, I remember thinking like interesting there's somewhere called memphis in arkansas so marlo was like hi well where is your teeth um and honey apparently emma threw him away or something miss emma i'm gonna say respectfully threw him away or something um so they got together and we're doing a little bit of shopping for i think she owns a boutique or has some type of business and honey in this moment we learned that miss emma is a fashion girl honey okay they going shopping for her thrift store honey they're grabbing the bag some cute shirts honey it was a cute little vibe you know they got some well miss emma got some water but Marlo had to get some wine and they were having a cute mommy daughter day out. And, you know, in this moment, Marlo goes to say that she got her fashion sense from her mom or her being into, you know, all the labels and shopping. Seems like her mom really influenced her on that, which was really beautiful. But then we start to get more of an inside look into their relationship and how Marlo apparently kicked her out of a home that she had purchased for her way back when. And we also learned that Marlo's mom was at that point the guardian to William and Michael and so I thought that was interesting to see that one Marlo has been in these boys life from the beginning but that she had to step in and essentially kick her mom out because her mom was on drugs there were people coming in and out of the house that were also doing drugs that was sad to see but I will say that it goes to show that Marlo has been a caregiver for a lot of people for a long time. Yeah, I was honestly surprised to hear that um, her mom had the boys as well. Um, so it sounds like the boys have been through it as far as bouncing from house to house. But yeah, Marlo seems to be the glue um, that holds everyone together. And, you know, that's a big burden to bear, um, huge responsibility, especially when it comes to, you know, your mother, your nephews, your siblings. Um, so, you know, a lot of respectability is owed to Marlo for sure, as far as, you know, how she's been holding down the Hamptons and I'm doing air quotes because apparently that's not their real name. Um, but uh, the house of Hampton, she's holding down the house of Hampton. Let's put it that way. Exactly. It was a cute moment. And it was also beautiful to see that, you know, Emma got vulnerable and emotional as well. She's like, Hey, I miss you. I want you to come around. Like, I know I've hurt you. I'm sorry. You're sorry. And they both we're sad in this moment, but it sounds like that, you know, Marlo wants to let her guard down. She just doesn't want her mom to let her down as she's done in the past. So, honey, stay tuned. We got a little more from them later on, but let's hit it right on back to the She by Sheree show for a quick second. And we see that we're four days out and now we have 10 pieces out of the 24 people. I repeat, 10 
pieces. So we're halfway there. We're loading She by Sheree. Honey, pray for She. Where do we go next, Frizz? Okay, so from there, we see Kenya pulling up to CVS. Um, there's a purple ribbon. Her Kenya Moore hair care collection is officially live in CVS stores. Some of the women pull up as well to support. We see Candy. We see Drew hobbling over. Honey, a mean hobble. <laughs> a mean hobble. But she came with flowers. We also see Sonya come through to support. And I thought it was cute. I mean, a whole end cap dedicated to Kenya Moore hair care. That's prime real estate. And the way Sonya mentioned, CVS, that is a reputable retailer. I mean, that's big, big box business when it comes to products, specifically, you know, hair care in Kenya's world. So, I mean, beginning of the season didn't look like sis was going to get it together. She invested in the business. She hired a team. She did what she needed to do to fulfill those orders and to basically expand her empire. I don't have a bad thing to say about this scene. Me either. That was a dope ass moment. Even Candy was like, honey, CVS, I don't even have my products in any store placement. Bedroom candy. Okay. But Kenya Moore Hair Care is right there. We see Brandon here as well, her longtime friend. Um, I just think it was a really dope moment. I know at the beginning of the season, she did mention that it was supposed to be in Walmart as well. So I'm wondering if that's coming along or if it's already there. But regardless, I think this was a dope ass moment. For Kenya and it was dope to see the girls show up I mean Candy came Sonya came I loved her monochromatic look with the green trench I thought that was so sleek that was a cute ass moment while they're at CBS they also go into she Sheree and they keep discussing that you know they only she only has a certain amount of garments so they're concerned as well just like we all are but in this moment, you see that the girls really want her to succeed. They're not even really dissing her in this moment. They're just like, oh, Jesus, please let Sheree get it together. Honey, I was really on the edge of my seat throughout this whole episode. I'm like, is she going to get right or no? Honey, like Drew says, she'll keep you on the edges of your seat. That was what Sheree was up to this entire episode. Um, I also wanted to mention between us squirrel friends, honey, I have seen Kenya Moore hair care at the Walmart up in Burbank. So in case any of the girlies are looking for that KMHC, honey, Walmart up in Burbank. Honey, can you more hair care? Can you more hair care? That was so cute. And an ode to the past with the, you know, marching band, the fans that know, know um, what that was in reference to. And I loved her purple little twirl dress. It went with the brand theme. I can't be mad at Kenya Moore. I mean, it seems like the empire is growing and shout out to her for doing it, not only as a black woman, but also as a single mother um, and just doing what she needs to do to handle queendom business. Queendom business. Honey, we gonna have to go to Burbank and do the dance. <laughs> Honey, get my Kenya Moore hair care for my walks. We actually might have to do that. You know I love, you know I love a Wally world. Honey, that's gonna be TikTok. We should make a TikTok in the uh, CVS. <laughs> Honey, anywho. You need Jesus. Honey, honk for Jesus. Anywho, next we take it to OLG, honey, one of the BT's finest establishments in Atlanta. And we're having lunch with Miss Candy and Miss Mama Joyce, honey. They're sitting down and talking about the trust. So you know this is going to be a tough discussion for Mama Joyce because she don't play about her daughter and she don't play about her daughter's money, okay? That's absolutely a fact. Period. So they're talking about trust and Joyce mentions that she feels like Riley should basically get the bulk, if not all of the money that Candy 
earned before her marriage. She's saying that, you know, Riley, out of all the kids, Riley is the one child that does not have a father. She only has her mom, whereas Ace and Blaze both have two parents. And I'm not going to lie, I sort of understood where Mama Joyce was coming in this moment because at the end of the day, the only person that Riley has is Candy. And so obviously we would hope and assume that Todd will treat Riley just like his own, God forbid anything happened to Candy. But I think it is worth noting that Riley has been there from the beginning. She was there when it was just her and her mom and she does not have a father that is supporting her. And so I sort of understand Mama Joyce's point here in that, you know, yes, Todd should get something from that trust. Obviously, he's her spouse, like he's her partner. But I do agree that Riley should have, you know, a decent amount of that initial trust because, hey, that, all she got is her mom. And so God forbid something happened to her mom. What is she going to do then? Yeah. I first, at first, I wanted to say, uh, I realized in this scene that Candy didn't really have much going on this season. I mean, the estate conversation, estate planning conversation, I feel like was early in the season. So anyway, that was just kind of like, again, another full circle moment. But I was like, oh, like, I guess Candy didn't really. It was really just that, the apartment tea, the apartment tea at the beginning with the play and then the drama with Marlo. Yeah, it was like really quiet on like the personal family stuff. I don't disagree with um, Mama Joyce. I think also, you know, like. Clearly, there's a huge age difference between Riley and her siblings. Um, <laughs> for me, it was Mama Joy saying that she needs to be put in charge as well of the trust. And Candy was like, you trying to get rid of me early? Like, obviously, in the natural order of things, right? Like, you would expect the parent to go before the child, but... Honey, according to Mama Joyce, she's counting them coins already. Honey, Joyce, like, I might have to step in with Don Juan, bitch. I'm like, okay, Joyce. Oh, Don Juan? Honey, now, you know Don Juan was right there, right there in the front in charge, which that's a loyal one. So I agree with that. But with putting Mama Joyce up there too, I'm like, God, okay. So another kicker in this whole conversation is kind of the what if scenario type conversation, which is, if Candy were to go before Todd and leave him behind, apparently Candy doesn't mind Todd dating, but X on the marriage, no second wife. And especially if there is a hypothetical partner that, you know, Todd finds after Candy is long gone, this woman will not be benefiting from any of the trust. She made that explicitly clear. And you know what? She said that and I was like, that is a good point because if he chooses to marry, there are legal entitlements when you are married versus just dating or, or unmarried. So honey candy, if one thing is true, she's always gonna have that business mindset, forward thinking. And that's an excellent point. Like I wouldn't want no shade, but I would not want if there was a woman to replace me and to marry my widowed husband, I wouldn't want her to touch a dime. When Mama Joyce brought it up, I was like, I sort of agree with that too because when, God forbid, if something happens, Candy is not going to have a say-so in that. She, what she going to do? She going to come back um, in, in ghost form and tell Todd, no, you can't get married? She might could. <laughs> Honey, <laughs> what she going to have to do is she going to have to put it in the stipulations on that um, trust that you can have access to this trust as long as you are not legally married because wow. bitches will take your money. Bit, like, let me tell you, niggas will fuck you over. Niggas will try to kill you. 
get somebody else, bring them in your house, and then live the life with that new person that they have lived with you in the past. First degree murder. Niggas are ruthless. You don't know people, especially when it comes to money. Now, obviously, this is exaggerating, giving lifetime vibes, but... <laughs> You <laughs> snapped. Okay, you don't know what people are prone to do when money is the topic. So I would say kudos to Mama Joyce for standing up and saying things. Obviously, you know, as Mama Joyce, she takes things too far all the time. But I appreciate her looking out not only for Candy, but also Riley because Candy is all Riley has. And it's easy to sort of forget that because Riley's an adult now and they have a, their own new family with the kids and Todd. But you also have to keep in mind what ifs, those what if scenarios. I mean, you got to be prepared for any and everything. Absolutely. Yeah. So she's going down the right path to protect herself, to protect her family, to protect the legacy, really, because we all know, honey, long after Candy Burr's Tucker is gone, we going to remember. Honey, legacy business. Ooh, legacy business. Now that's dangerous. We are one day out of She by Sheree, honey, and we get a cute little update. First off, the venue looks good. We see, you know, the runway. We see the models appear. They look good, honey. We see that some samples have arrived, but again, not all the samples. When we are what? One day out, people, with how many pieces? Five pieces. Like, I just don't understand, Sheree. It's like she wants chaos i'm hoping like do you think the producers were holding all the pieces on purpose and then just had them they have to be they have to be it's no way it's no way sheree did that like it's no way give her an emmy for the acting rawan the whole team because i feel like those pieces were right there in the box ready for a runway rowan is like um if you are you gonna have enough pieces for 15 minutes because if not it's not a fashion show sheree goes yeah it's more like a fashion preview girl she said and in that case we don't need the runway exactly like she was ready to switch gears that quick and just throw in the towel honey i don't know what she got going on she understands the pressure though to deliver for sure honey thank god as if she doesn't need any more pressure in this very moment fresher who walks in jam you better call Tyrone. Andy called him. <laughs> Andy! Andy! <laughs> Honey, Andy had to call Tyrone because I guess he felt like Tyrone could save the day and he walks in trying to be all smooth, bitch. Suave. Bruh man from the fifth floor. Bruh man from the fifth floor. It was a hot mess, okay? So we know Kaylee is there. Sheree's daughter. She like, who is that? Right. She, honey, she literally asked the producer, who is that, Tyrone? And she's like, oh. It was giving dramatics of the century. Like, where did you come from? How did you get here? Who invited you, sir? Lyrone, you better find the lane and stick to it because this, the Sheree lane is not for you. It is not for you. She's like, look, I came into your city and I expect an apology because I popped up trying to see you and you didn't come out. Honey, he spills tea, alleged tea, that he didn't know she was filming and that it could get him locked up. We get into the drama of Philly, Philly Gate, if you will. And yeah, he alleges that he didn't know they were filming. That's Cap for sure. That's for sure, Cap. Like, you know this woman has is filming this show. She's told you about it. Like, why are you lying? Because my thing is you definitely knew they filming because if you didn't, you wouldn't be here right now trying to be filmed on your own terms. Exactly. Make it make sense. Honey, he was giving some fashion, so I'm not going to lie. I ain't going to hold you. He looks sort of handsome. <laughs> 
He looked problematic, but he looked handsome. He looks like he could be like a stepbrother to like Ross. Like he's not as cute as his stepbrother, but he got the same dark skin, suave kind of facial hair vibes going. But honey, you can't cash none of that into the into the bank. So he popped up and refused to apologize to Sheree. They kind of got into it in the midst of preparation for the show. She cannot afford time, resource, or energy to spend on this man when she has a whole show to produce. With five pieces only in the building. With five pieces in the building. So go on and get Mr. Tyrone. Honey, for me, it was Apollo pulling him to the side so they can talk man to man, you know, um, ex-con to ex-con, if you will. Do you think Apollo got a check for his um, guest appearance? He wouldn't do it for free. Yeah, him and Phaedra aren't married anymore. So I imagine he would get paid. But, honey, you never know with these TV franchises. But what I will say is that it did not appear that him and Tyrone knew each other. Did it to you? <laughs> of course they did it Because Tyrone is like old school Atlanta. Like Nene, Sheree, you know, OGs. But... When Phaedra and Apollo were prancing around town, I don't know that he was around or who knows. I'm referring to Apollo saying they crossed paths in, in the, the system. system. Girl, bye. Don't believe you. Exactly. So Tyrone get kicked out. Kick Lyrone to the curb. We don't have time for you. We need to get she on track. <laughs> she by on track. Honey, take us to the lay archive. We go to lay archive. Marlo is there with Adrian. Um, just putting some, you know, getting her showroom together, cleaning up a bit. Um, and Mama Emma steps in, honey, with a new piece. Honey, a brand new piece. A honey. different piece from the previous. Scene. This one had, I think it was blonde ombre, right? Mm-hmm. It was like a fun, adventurous type vibe. Honey, she was giving a little wet and wavy situation. So um, it was beautiful to watch her really just, you know, visit her daughter's business, which we know is successful question mark we're gonna assume that it's successful at least it looks that way from the outside looking in and marlo loves to spoil her mom you can tell another fun mother-daughter hang honey um there were some dolce and gabbana shades in the mix apparently twenty five hundred dollars straight off the runway couture just like marlo does but even mama emma was shocked she can clutch her pearls like oh my word which I feel you, sis. They sit down and we know that um, Marlo has invited Candy to come through. She apologized again about Jamaica and that whole showdown. And she invited Candy to come through to really just, I guess, spend some time with her and her mom. Now, the conversation between Marlo and her mom, Mama Emma mentions something along the lines that she has a friend she wants, she would like to bring around or for Marlo to meet. That really triggered Marlo. Apparently, she's talking about a boyfriend, honey, a no good lowdown man who ain't got a job, on drugs himself. Mama Emma says, he's off drugs now. Someone who is not good company. Um, and so, you know, they start to regress a bit in this moment as far as the previous scene where we see them shopping. Again, Marlo is very triggered. We learned that Emma started drugs when Marlo was only seven years old. And you know, I'm sure there's a lot of trauma that was bubbling to the surface in this conversation, honey. In the midst of it, here comes Candy Burr's Tucker. Honey, Marlo felt so bad. You can tell that she was flustered because she wanted the moment to be like a chill vibe. It was already really awkward with her, with her and Candy, so she probably didn't want Candy to feel like any of that animosity was towards her. But her mom really just dropped that bomb on her at the worst time knowing that that boyfriend issue is really a trigger for her. 
But she stepped outside, got her thoughts together, came back with some drinks, and truly introduced, you know, Candy to her mom. And her mom apologized a little bit because she could tell that, you know, it offended her. It was a lot. Like, I felt really bad for Marlo at that moment because you could tell Marlo didn't think her mom was going to say anything like that. She thought they were just going to be Kiki and Honey. She was perched on the red chair in a feathered white gown. Like, she was trying to be chill, cute, have a mother-daughter shopping moment. And then her mom dropped that can of worms in her lap. Like, what is she to do with that? So, honey, all you could do is give them positivity, light, and love. And I just hope and pray that they get through that because it seems like they have a lot that they need to work on. I mean, they sort of start to unpack their relationship a little bit with Candy there. You know, Candy asks Miss Emma, what is your story? Like, when did you start doing drugs? What happened? And, you know, Miss Emma unpacks a few of those things, but... I think Marlo reiterates that, you know, we want to get into therapy. We want to work through things out and things of that nature. So I am rooting for Marlo and Miss Emma to truly get their relationship back on the right track. I think if Miss Emma could, you know, really get the help that she needs, it sounds like she wants to come back to Atlanta with her family. I think that could be a really good moment for Marlo because then she would have help with the boys and it won't be just her by herself. It could be her and her mom. So I'm staying tuned. Shout out to Candy for accepting Marlo's apology and coming around and allowing Marlo to, you know, show, be a little more vulnerable with her and to talk about her relationship with her mom. And it sounds like they're going to work through it. I wish I could say that Candy and Marlo are going to get better, but honey, we know from all the previews that that is just destined to fail. So just send your positive thoughts to Marlo and Emma because they got to work through some things clearly. Yeah. To end on a positive note, like you mentioned, they were open to therapy. So we're just going to hope that they take that leap and continue to heal as the Hampton household. Okay, the Hamptons home of the Hamptons. So, honey, finally. Finally. The day has come. Boom, 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 boom. Honey, sound the horns. Start the fanfare because she by has arrived, okay? We are at the fashion show, day of the fashion show. Sheree is getting things together. We arrived to the venue to find that 27 looks have arrived to the venue. Magically. Just like magic. The night before at 8 p.m., honey. as they, I'm sure as they were finished filming from the day one, they brought them in. <laughs> and cute. We have a few seamstresses on the grounds, you know, tailoring the pieces, making sure they look all good on the models, even though there was a camel toe involved at one point. Honey, we have the models, you know, walking through practicing, and we see people falling. It was definitely a few things they needed to handle before they got this show on the road. But we briefly start to see people arrive. Honey, we see Monietta and Heath arrive. They were at the step and repeat taking photos looking cute. Honey, we see Drew arrive with a sparkly boot to match her outfit. Honey, looking tacky. I'm sorry, that was tacky. Oh hell. We gonna get into the fashions. Okay, honey, we see Miss Deshaun Snow, honey, a Real Housewife of Atlanta alum. Honey, she had a little pitsy cut. Did you see that? <laughs> Cut for me. Hey, that wig was crazy. The OG fans know. Okay, honey, and then we see your bestie Fatum in the building. Oh, Fatum in the building. I guess they allowed her to come to the show. They're like, all right. Exactly, honey, with the barking in the background. Uh huh. But bitch, you know what got me out of all of the guests? What? Who rather? Honey, why was Bob and Tammy there together? Bitch, did we call? We didn't call it, but honey, we. 
talked about Tammy earlier this season. We were talking about Fatum and all the, you know, guests that go on trips and which was the best. The guests that don't make sense. Mm-hmm. Yes. In in the spirit of guests who don't make sense, um, Fatum is in the building and also uh, Tammy is in the building. But I guess, honey, that best friendship has continued decades later. Shout out to them. She's still blonde. With those blonde braids, so, honey, consistency, I guess? Child, I guess. Your guess is as good as mine. Well, who we also see arrives in this moment as a guest, uninvited, is Mr. Lyrone, honey. He brings flowers and walks up in a black and white checkered suit looking casket sharp. And I guess he's trying to win she by back. What were your thoughts on that? First of all, Casket Sharp has me weak because it's accurate as hell. A mean houndstooth, not going to hold you. He looked good, okay? Lyron cleans up well. I guess that time in jail really put things in perspective for him. And he was like, anytime I pop out, it's going to be I'm going to be popping out. He looked like he was wearing some of that OG cologne that you put on your finger and rub on your neck. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Something real musky. Mm -hmm. Late 80s, early 90s vibe, if you will. Mm -hmm. Yeah. He came with flowers. Okay. Two bouquets. Sheree wasn't really impressed by them. I mean, they do look like they came from Publix, no shade. $14.99. $14.99 price tag. Um, you know, and so he gave a, a bouquet to her and gave her a kiss on the cheek, which was, ugh. I literally said, ew. Um, and also gave a bouquet to Miss Thelma, Sheree's mom. Yeah, honey. Sheree talking about, so this is Prison Bay, honey. Yeah, she was like, this is Tyrone. Who? Prison Bay. Oh, Sheree's like, sorry, that's the only way she knows you. Well, shit. I mean, you are Prison Bay, aren't you? I just want to take a moment and really just sit with the fact that this is 14 years in the making. As we pointed out on our last post last week, 14 years, 2008, count the years. There has not been a single product dropped from She by Sheree, but everyone knows, everyone and their mom know about She by Sheree. Truly iconic from a brand recognition standpoint. I mean, 14 years, hell, that's over a decade, a decade and a half almost. We just have to give that, those iconic props in that the relevancy in the culture is real. And I'm just really, really happy that we're here now. The show has not started yet. We don't know what we're about to see from the fashion. <laughs> but we did see Dwight Eubanks coming through the, those doors. And honey, Sheree made sure he was there to eat his words. So that from 14 years ago, when he said, a fashion show with no fashions, how dreadful, 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 dreadful. Mm -mm -mm. He was really going to see what 14 years, that's just a long time, can do, okay? And I was here for the mini reunion, all the Atlanta celebs. Honey, we even had Peter Thomas in the building acting a little crazy. Honey, with unzipped pants? Unzipped pants and... And with a Pooh Hicks, who is that? I, I, honey, oh, I have to look that up. I looked her up, I still haven't figured it out. I saw something on some blog that saying that it might've been a love of hip hop star. I'm not sure who that was. He looked a mess. I think it was Kenya who said, oh, honey, he has a kite. He had like a, a towel around his neck. I don't know what's happening. Yes, honey. It was too much. But to your point, I think everyone was just so happy that She by Sheree was finally launching. It appeared that they were going to get fashions. And Sheree looked good. She looked good. Her hair looked good. G-E-W-D-D-D-D. -D -D -D. 
good she looks good she had like that green poncho with the deep v neckline going down into the boobs honey that was my favorite piece that was my favorite piece from the collection and honestly all the women looked really good tonight so yeah let's let's dive into the fashions i was gonna say sonya had the cute little sparkly two-tone dress it was like short but with a little train on the side I think Candy had that blue dress. It was like a royal blue that was like draped really nicely. Really nice material. She looked good. Obviously, Ms. Marlo Hampton had haute couture, a bodysuit um, with a little train on. So I don't know what label that bodysuit was, though. Do you know? No, I don't know, but I'd like to know. Okay, because, honey, she looked bomb. With the blonde piece. With the blonde piece, honey, giving monochromatic, monochromatic. Honey, who else do we have? I mean, what were your thoughts on Drew? Again, I didn't love it. Drew, I actually was like, I felt kind of excited by her hairstyle. I thought it was like a different switch up. Um, she did the best she could. That she did the best she could. Listen, it was a sparkly boot for me. Oh my God. She was over there hobbling. I mean, kudos to her for that. I didn't love her makeup. Like the, the shade of her makeup to me was too light. So that was kind of distracting from her overall look. Um, Kenya popped out with a silvery sequined gown as well. She looked really good in it. It was giving like disco ball. Yeah. Sequins aren't my thing, but I think her and Sonya pulled it out off pretty well. Did you catch that Sonya was carrying, carrying a BB, Brandon Blackwood? Honey, I missed that. Okay, BB sis. Mm-hmm. Now, honey, no shade to Brandon Blackwood. I wish we would have got a little bit more high budget for that type of dress, that fit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. A little bit couple notches above Brandon Blackwood with the nice jean and top on the go would have been cute but I wish she would have gotten something she might have she should have stopped by lay archive on the way in to borrow a bag but that's between us two well I will say we're at she Bachelorette's fashion show which is an um athleisure jogger line so I think Brandon Blackwood can stand with the athleisure I don't know what you think honey the bag but the dress, they weren't communicating to each other. That was for me. That was, that was my thoughts. The dress was giving black tie, you know, with the sparkles. But I digress on all of that. Honey, two hours late. Honey, two, the show started two hours late. Dwight was ready to go. He said, I'm ready to go. <laughs> Let those producers go. No, listen, I showed up like you asked me to, but I didn't agree to this. That's just disrespectful. I hate that she started that damn show two hours late. For what? Honey, probably waiting for her hair to get done. She was talking to somebody yeah. on the way and she said she was going to hold it for a little bit for them to get there. Honey, all I know is by the time the models finally start coming out, everybody just clapping because it's actually clothes on the runway. They don't even care what it looked like. <laughs> it was a party. It was not a fashion show. It was a party. Okay. They were so happy. They were like, thank you, Jesus. There's some clothes on this runway. I know I was happy too. I was holding my breath. I'm like, is it going to happen? Is it not going to happen? Honey, it finally happened. Now, honey, what did you think of the fashions? Now that the fashions are in the building, what do we think? So first things first, obviously it's athleisure. There's only but so much you can really do when you're dealing with like joggers, leggings, sports bras, things of the jumpsuits, things of that nature. But you can tell that it was definitely influenced by the Ivy Parks of the world, if you will, trying to get, you know, those different prints, the monochromatic looks and things of that nature. I didn't hate all of the looks. I did not hate it. There were some strong pieces in there, you know, that... I don't know that I would necessarily wear, but if I were to see it out, I'd be like, oh, that's cool. Like, that looks good. It didn't look bad. But then there were some pieces that was just strictly a jogger from 
a Foot Locker, if you will, or a wholesale um, bra or top from um, Gildon, which is that like sports <laughs> gear site. We know Gildon. Honey, okay. And they just slapped on the Shiba Sheree logo. So I don't know. I definitely was torn. I respect the commitment to developing a whole line. You know, I think the reason why she was going with different designers was to get the different prints and the different designs. So that was cool to see that everything just didn't look the same. It was like very much these three were alike, then these two were alike. And so it came off as a total collection, which I respected. But I'm not going to hold you. I That did not need 14 years of a wait. I mean, I'm glad that we finally got some Shiba um clothes and fashions. But... It did not take 14 years to get that done. Like, why she could have done that years ago. The only thing that I was impressed about was the fact that there were clothes walking down the runway. Um, it felt like scattered and didn't feel cohesive at all. Some of it was athleisure, but then some of it was like really kind of sexy, like lingerie. That's why I was, I think it was giving the Ivy Parks of the world. It's like not athleisure really, but like leisure wear, if you like will. Like lounge wear? Yeah, like lounge wear, I think. Honey, it was okay. Raph was throwing shade, child. What did he say? Oh, it's workout gear? You can't work out in debt. I know. Yeah, that's why it's, it's, yeah, I guess it toes the line. I didn't hate everything. I didn't love everything. But hey, I guess it is what it is. You're not going to please everybody. I just lived for the moment. Like I said, my favorite piece was what she was wearing. I'm hoping that was she by Sheree. That was cute. I would buy that tomorrow and rock the hell out of it. I think I love the fact that she had fashions more than I love the actual fashions. Right. Which we knew that was going to happen. Exactly. Like, I'm not surprised. I I'm just surprised that they actually got the fashions on time, honestly. And so everyone is there being supportive, screaming, shouting, jumping up and down. I mean, damn near catching the Holy Ghost. It got really emotional in a good way in there. And Sheree was just soaking it up. She had the biggest smile. She was so happy to shut up the haters and make her supporters proud and everything in between. So... Can't take nothing from her in this moment. She even surprised the girls and the fans when Apollo came out in his red orange jumpsuit, honey. His girlfriend was cheering and everything. She had to stand up like, that's my man. <laughs> honey, you can have him. We don't want him. <laughs> Kenya was like, Lord have mercy, I gotta go. Honey, you know Kenya still got a thing for Apollo probably. She does. If you come knocking tomorrow, you know she's going to answer. Exactly. Honey, so finally, all of the pieces have been shown. They do the final walk. And, of course, the designer, Miss Sheree Whitfield, does this dramatic entrance where she's doing a slow walk, honey, because she's waited 14 years to do this walk down her runway for the She by Sheree. And, honey, it was a sparkles for me. I thought somebody was going to catch a fire. I thought everything was very close proximity. I was very concerned. And the roses, too. I was like, oh, Lord, the roses are going to catch on fire. If it's one thing, it's going to be dramatic. Uh, just true, true to Sheree fashion. The question is whether or not she spent more on the event itself than the clothes. That's a question that remains. Um, we have to check the receipts. But it was giving production for real i mean it was the she by sheree coming out party to the atlanta society I'm not the atlanta society honey i was gonna say i've been in these twitter streets a little bit Ooh. and the girls are saying that not only is the she by sheree website down as of now but apparently when it was up there were pieces from she in she honey where she was charging like you know 
10 $15 tights from Shein, she was charging a hundred and something dollars for them. What's going on, she? Uh, uh, how did she, <laughs> she put the she in Shein. Oh my God. How did they might as well just do a partnership at this point? Uh, and I saw some on Amazon. They had screenshots some from Amazon as well. So Yeah, so honey, I, I think to your point, it's giving production of the fashion show, but not production of the clothes. <laughs> Honey, merchandise is on zero. That's unfortunate. Damn, I'm going to give it a half point. Yeah, honey. But we made it through the fashion show. That was her goal for the season. So she crossed that finish line on that. Honey, after the show, she finally kicks Tyrone to the curb for one final time. I think Tyrone was like, can we talk? She's like, nope. So luckily, she was able to finally see her worth and recognize that you can do so much better than this old geezer. Let him go. Send him on back to Philadelphia packing, honey, with his checkered suit and his Publix flowers. Honey, he had to go. And then we say our farewell to our ladies for season 14 of Rahoir. They do the cute little walk down the Shebai runway. It was so cute. And we get those final moments of the updates of each of the ladies. We know that Sonya took her IUD out. So hopefully Baby Ross is loading. Fingers crossed. We also see that Miss Candy is producing another Broadway show. Did you catch that? Samuel L. Honey, Samuel L. Shout out to Mr. Jackson. Honey, then we also see that the Raph's book is on the way about him parenting Josiah, but that Drew still hasn't read it. Just keep moving along. <laughs> the cover look cute, though. Chad, that's about it. It probably wasn't any words on those pages. Okay, honey, we see Miss Marlon Hampton is breaking grounds at Hampton's 2.0, so you know that house is going to be fabulous. Iconic. Miss Kenya Moore went on a European excursion with her best girl, Miss Brooklyn, without the Mary Kay wig, child. <laughs> Did not make the flight. And then, of course, our very own Miss She Bacheray has quote-unquote launched She Bacheray website. And then she has a video in the Fulfillment Center. But, girl, I don't believe none of that after all these receipts on Twitter came out. <laughs> I will say I love the outro as far as, like, how they did the clips and the little kind of voiceover situation. Like, um, I think it was like a voiceover, like previous dialogue from the season. I've personally never seen that on any of the Housewives, specifically Atlanta. Um, so I really love, because they always do the freeze frame with the little, you know, blurb. But the the kind of B-roll footage, I love that. I was like, that's super cute. It was like a cute modern take on the way that they used to do them. I love yeah. it. Yeah. Switching it up a little bit. Honey, so with that... I think that wraps season 14. Shall we go into Peach of the Week for one final episode? Before we dive into Peach of the Week, I have to say, you know, there were some ups, there were some downs, but overall the season was pretty consistent. For me, the final episode made it all worth it. So kudos to all of the ladies for bringing it. Um, so Peach of the Week, Peach of the Week, Peach of the Week, Peach of the Week. Ooh. Honey, I got mine. Should I go ahead again? Go ahead. You know, I'm going to have to do it. I'm going to have to give my peach this week to the one and only Miss Sheba Sheree. She's earned it. She told us we were going to see fashions this year. We've waited a long time. You know, I've been around with um, Rahoir since season two, I believe. So I have been around here in these streets rooting for she, and there was never anything to root for. 
And so I will say, you know, yes, there have been some fulfillment issues. Yes, it's still a little, you know, up and down on what Shiba Sheree actually is and whether or not you can cop it. But what I will say is that we finally got a fashion show. You know, she got some fashions on a runway. She had a whole show. She had amazing, beautiful models. And most importantly, out of everything that she did this season... She kicked Tyrone trifling ass to the curb. And honey, for that, you deserve a peach. So my season 14 finale, Peach of the Week, goes to Miss Sheba Sheree herself, Sheree Whitfield. Kudos. Throwing her, throwing you roses, 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 confetti, confetti. And we're giving custom Venus de Fleur, honey. We're giving them Venus de Fleur roses, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, so... I feel like we're switching places this week um, because my peach of the week for the season 14 Real Housewives of Atlanta, Rahua for short, finale, um, is going to Marlo Hampton. I just want to say this was a breakout season for Miss Marlo Hampton. From the beginning, we didn't know what to expect. We didn't really know much of Marlo. I mean, she's been a dedicated friend of the show for years. She shows up and shows out in the fashion department. But really, all that we knew contextually about her outside of fashion is that allegedly she's an escort and uses older men for money to fund her shopping habit, which no shade sounds like if you like it, I love it. But I have to say, Marlo stepped on the scene this season and really just shocked the world. I mean, she dived deep into her personal situation, really leaning into her family, the business, friendship, the ups, the downs, the good moments, the not so good moments. She wept on the show. She laughed. Um, she argued. She read a bitch or two. Okay, or three. Or three or five. Um, and, you know, for all those reasons, I really just want to give my peach to her because I've never been on a reality TV show, but I would assume it's no easy feat. And she really just did it with style and grace. I'm proud of her for finally, she always had the juice, but now she's got the peach. Um, and honey, you got this peach from me too, Miss Marlo Hampton. So that is my POT dub for the season 14 finale. You know I'm a Hampton deep down, so I am not going to argue with that. Listeners, you let us know who we should give our finale peach to this week. Should it be Miss She by Herself, Sheree Whitfield for finally giving us some fashions for her line as well as kicking old prison bait to the curb or should we give it to miss marlo hampton for bossing up doing her thing and being fabulous while doing it let us know on ig at brk pod iconism is that a word iconism yep yep it is i use it all the time it's giving iconism honey season 14 is wrapped up we made it we made it okay okay Ooh, not the sign richard ross coming through honey it has been a beautiful journey i cannot wait to see what they have going on for the reunion listeners please stay tuned because brk pod has a few little things up our sleeve in preparation for the reunion so sit back Make sure you're tuning in each week and we will be back to recap the reunion. I can't wait. I know me either. Honey, I'll holla. Bye. Wow. Thanks for listening to Black Reality Kiki. Like and subscribe for more from your favorite Black Reality gurus. Till next time, keep it peachy, y'all. Bye.